Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. You guys, there is so much drama this evening. So, as we already stated prior to, Usher is affecting other women. Jada Pickett allegedly is a drug dealer now, and more than 90 fans at a Chance the Rapper concert have been hospitalized. Let us tell you guys what's going on. What's good, everybody? This is your host, Angel Vondrina. And I'm your host, John Mosby, and you are listening to the one and only Confession. Confession! <laughs> I always crack up because I think about when you did it for the long time. And I ain't and got I the music. I was trying to hold it, and I was almost out of breath. I ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, I almost fainted just a little bit. You can let that music play the whole episode, and I guarantee you I'm going to stop fighting. How you been doing, dude? What's going on with you? <laughs> uh, I ain't going to lie. I am exhausted today, y'all. Why? You know, um, ever since, you know, we've gotten serious about this whole you know, well, me and my partner, like, dining and everything, exercising and meal prepping. You know, we mostly have been doing, like, two-a-days. So we do, like, uh, what's called a fasted cardio. So you just, you know, do what – and it's what it sounds like. You just do cardio. Mm-hmm. First thing when you wake up, uh, burns, like, twice the amount of calories. Um, and then you eat something healthy, like, right after. And then we lift. Um, you know, right before we go to bed or whatever. So I'm just really exhausted because it's like working on top of that and having to, you know, have a, a normal life and working out twice a day can really kick your ass. So like this right. morning we both, we were supposed to do it today and we both overslept and we was just like, fuck it. And I swear, like, I have just been feeling that all day. Like, I think I've drunk, like, six shots of espresso, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> And I still feel dead, like. Damn, you should have got a yeah. fucking Red Bull or something. <laughs> right. Shit, I should have. But I just, I am tired. But, you know, we're going to make it through this show. You know, I'm happy to be speaking with you all. It's always a good time. But, yeah, a nigga like me is sleepy. I'm, you know, Grandpa is coming out today. How are you doing, Miss Angelica? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I am... Huh? I said, what's new with you? Um, nothing is really new. Um, I've still been doing exactly the same thing. I've still been getting my workout on, still been getting the popping. Um, you know, tired obviously, but still making sure that I get it, get what, do what I need to do to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. losing weight still, even though you know, I'm not feeling like I'm losing weight, but I have been, and I'm excited about that. Um. Just, we got a new puppy um, on this, this weekend. So, as I told you guys, I think I told you on Thursday that my mom had got us a puppy and we brought yeah. him home Friday. And it's just been so expensive because we had we didn't think, like, you know, we wanted to get my son a puppy for his birthday. So, we didn't really think, like, okay, we're just going to come out. We're going to get ready and get this puppy and we're going to 
you know, have to come out of pocket right away. Like we wanted to save up for these next couple months, but it's like everything just happened at one one time. Like we spent like over like two hundred dollars, like just this weekend. Well, actually, uh, in all honesty, it's been like over four hundred dollars because we had to pay a two hundred and like fifty dollars just for the dog to stay at the house. Then we had to pay like seventy five dollars for his shots, and we had to buy his like his kennel and dog food and leashes and collars and just all of this crap and it was just so expensive so I was like pretty upset about it so um but everything's been going good he's been shitting in the house and um pissing on the floor but my husband he's been taking him out you know every couple hours and that's that was like the first day and so he's been getting used to you know going outside he has this little spot where he goes to the bathroom and everything now so that's been really good and um he was just a little nervous because my son, he spent the weekend at his grandparents' house, but my son ended up coming home, and when my son came home, um, the dog guy, he was pretty, he was, like, nervous and stuff like that, but he's getting used to my son and everything like that, and he, he know that he's, you know, a kid just like him, so it's been pretty exciting, you know, having a new dog and everything like that, but it has been a lot of work, all which my husband primarily has been doing the work, so. Yeah. Other than that, everything has been pretty smooth. Um, so yeah, but before we get into those hot topics, um, we just want to make sure you guys like, comment, rate, subscribe. You guys know that you can check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course our blog talk, our podcast from Blog Talk. <laughs> and um, before we get into those crazy ass topics, uh, Jen, do you have the question of the day? Yes, I do. Uh, confession of the day is what are the pros and cons of going through your whole phase? Again, what are the pros oh, yeah. and cons of going through? And there's there's a lot to both, I would say. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And let's get into those hot topics. Um, a new report claims Kanye West had a sexual encounter with a transgender model named Amanda LaFour. Uh, the blonde beauty opened up in her new book, The Dow Parts, about her romantic involvement with a rapper who allegedly married a woman with the same shape as Amanda. While Ye's breath and inner circle adamantly denies this is the case, it took no time for the Internet to jump to conclusions that the man in question is, in fact, the father of two, according to Radar Online. Uh, Miss Lepore describes having an affirmation with a famous rapper, whose songs often play in the club she frequents. Soon after she writes, he got married, and I couldn't help but think that his wife had a similar body type to me, as the New York Times stated in the profile they did on her this week. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Do you think? Yeah, it it could always be a possibility. You just never know just because of – all the drama, all the crazy things that goes on, everything that happens, um, you know, and people just being in the spotlight. Like, you just never know what's going to happen or who you hook up with. And, you know, he, it seemed like, you know, he's the type of dude that would, and I'm not even trying to call Kanye out like that. Like, oh, he's cut first. But, I mean, you know, shit, sometimes you, you could be tricked. You know what I'm saying? But overall, it's a possibility. I'm not putting up, nothing over anyone's head. I don't know if it was something that he did. Because I've seen a woman, you know what I'm saying? And if you drunk one night, you know what I'm saying, and you 
you know, dazed or whatever, and you in a club, like, you probably wouldn't be able to tell if that's a man or a woman. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be surprised if they hooked up and, you know, some things got popping. But, you know, he hasn't spoke on it yet, so we're just going to have to see. How did you feel? Um, I agree. I agree. Um, it definitely is a possibility, and it is Hollywood. Um, and we talked about transgenders on the show before in a, mm-hmm. as far as sexuality. And like I said, I, I kind of feel like when it comes to transgender, the type of man that would sleep with the transgender, I feel like would be more leaning towards the straight end of the spectrum compared to gay men. Because me personally, I don't know any gay men, like in my life, in my personal life, that would mess with a transgender. So it's like, and they get a lot of play. So it's, it's someone who's doing it. And I actually, I was listening to um, the Brilliant Idiots podcast with Solomon God and Angie Shorty mm-hmm. yesterday. And they were talking about um, Janet Mock, who's like this, um, she's a personality. I don't know if she's a television personality, but I know she does like a lot of writing or whatever. Beautiful, beautiful woman. And um, she's transgender. And Charlamagne and Angela, they both were saying, you know, that mm-hmm. she's fine. Like, they actually like to say, like, how attractive she is. And if you didn't know that that used to be a man, you know, a lot of times, people will go for it when they find out. Like, I'm sure when they find out and we change anything, they probably would be like, right. yeah, but don't tell people that we fuck with that used to be a man. Like, you know what I'm saying? People that are in my life, but doesn't make me less attractive to you. Right. And, you know, they were saying, you know, now because transgenders, a lot of them um, don't have the, the kind of hormonal to where they can look as feminine or as much as a woman. But once Stuff like that changes, and I think what they said it was why Janet looks so feminine is because she started with her process at a young age, I want to say as a teenager, and mm-hmm. um, and that's what made more of a difference compared to somebody like Caitlyn Jenner, who didn't start doing the process till this was in her 60s, you know what I'm saying, so it's just... <laughs> You know, it's going to be more of a difference. But they were saying, you know, once they, you know, once technology comes and the medicine comes to where, you know, these men can start turning into women, you know, straight into women, you're going to see a lot more of transgender being accepted and, you know, straight men admitting to dealing with um, those kinds of women. But like I yeah. said, leaning back to kind of I wouldn't be surprised, you know, because I mean, it, it does make the the most sense. I'm thinking about Hollywood couples with a, a voluptuous woman. I mean, besides that, I think I see. But then she made a, a known fact from somebody who recently got married, and also um, that the music that the clubs they went to, the music was played in the clubs. And I don't really know anything about I see music still getting played in clubs. But I mean, it could just be a certain kind of club. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not, Kanye West makes the most sense. But if it wasn't Kanye West, I think it would be best for her to come forward and say, yeah, it's not him. But seeing the fact that, you know, she hasn't said anything and whatever, whatever. But, you know, we'll see. It doesn't matter. He's married, you know, obviously yeah. and happy. So. But it said that he whatever. had an affair. It said he had an affair with the woman. No, not an affair. Like, this was yeah, before. I saw an affair. I don't know about that. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't read the affair. I read, you know, he had got married, and she was just like, "Well, oh, so you wouldn't marry somebody with the same body type as me?" Is what she was saying. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like basically saying he has a type, but I don't know anything about the affair. You know, and, they, and in a couple articles I read, it was kind of saying this was before. If it was him, it would have been before Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. But I'm not and he's only been married once, like so. <laughs> and also, I, I remember it was another time where um, I knew someone that, like, knew a transgender, and they said, and I talked about it on the show, too. Um, and I think that's very dangerous, though. It was a, a transgender who wouldn't tell the men, you know, and I feel like you, if you're the might as real life criminal, then we show ass, you know, but the majority of the time, like I said, at least 70% of the time, seven out of ten times, you know, during a hookup with a transgender woman was going to hook up with the guy, and she let him know it would not stop him. So, yeah, that's it. And and also, I want to say too, I'm sure, you know, times has really changed. Like I'm sure, you know, 25, 30 years ago, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers couldn't even imagine, you know, transgenders, people who are men, looking like women to the fullest, even having vaginas and you know different things like that. So I'm sure that you know years from now, you know it's going to be so. You're not even going to be. It's going to be parallel. You're not even going to be able to tell the difference between a man and a woman if they did have some work done or if they are transgender. You know and things like that. So it's just like okay, you know it, this, these type of things they went on. You know what I'm saying there's really nothing that you can do. But don't be up there like you know trying to shit on somebody if this is something that you did do. Now I say if he didn't do it, you know what I'm saying then that'd be like yeah go the fuck off. Like you know what I'm saying. But if this happened and you like oh shit I didn't know that was a fucking dude. You know what I'm saying. Then you know don't be just don't be OC with it if you know this is something that you did. Don't try and deny the truth if that's what the truth is. But, yeah, and and that's true too because it's like what is that. What if she got went and got the surgery, you know, right. and she never told him that? Like, does that still make him gay? Because I mean, I've never seen. No. I've never seen, you know, a, a transgender vagina, but but I'm sure it probably looks realistic, you know. So it's just a college. Especially with the rejuvenation shit they got going on, it's probably tight as a motherfucker too. Probably the best best vagina a motherfucker has. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh shit! So. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to keep you guys up with the story and let you know what's good. So, um, Jada Pinkett Smith, she was allegedly all about the thug life back when she met Tupac Shakur. And um, she admitted on um, on Wednesday and on Sway in the Morning, which is a, a talk show, I believe a radio show, um, that she was a drug dealer back in her Tupac days. And it's like, what are you talking about? Shut up. Um, so she was asked to clear up her nature of the relationship between her and Tupac. And, um, you know, people, she stated pretty much like people, they always want to, you know, associate her and Tupac's relationship with romance, but they don't even realize they were just really best friends and that she was a, a drug dealer when she met Tupac. She said that people, they just want to say this and that, you know, assume because they have been told the whole story and she wanted to tell them the whole story. She said she was coming out of that life. He was going more into that life. And she said, Pac, Pac and I's relationship was about survival. I know what most people, they want to always connect it to romance, to the romance thing. And that's just because they don't have the whole story. It was based, it was, it was based in survival, how we held each other down and how, when you have something that have you, excuse me, how when you have somebody that has your back when it feels like nothing, 
That's everything. So, you know, she pretty much is saying that people always want to relate her relationship and her and Tupac's relationship to, you know, like a love story, romance, love, sex, whatever. But in reality, they just held each other down and she was a drug dealer and, you know, that was pretty much it. Jen, is this story true? Is Jada Pickett just coming up with some shit? Is she, why is she so pressed about this topic? What is going on here? Um, I believe it's true. Uh, but, again, I'm not surprised. Um, it is deep, though, because I just wish that she could explain more detail like, how did they meet selling drugs? Like, was he selling drugs as well? You know, were they, like, runners for the same person? You know, was it because he was selling drugs at one point to his mother or was going to? Was he, like, her muscle? Um, I would just be interested in her tell-all. I just am kind of wondering why has she never admitted this, you know, especially after all these years, and if they knew that they were doing a biopic on him, or if she knew and they reached out to her about the biopic, um, why would she have not admitted the truth and told him everything? I mean, does it put her in a bad light? You know, to me, it just sounds like, it just sounds really deep, you know, and I'm kind of confused, but I can see, you know, and they both are actors, so it's not like they can be caught in a lie thing. You know, and they did go to high school together, but they really started kicking it because it was just like they both was, you know, moving dope. But, I mean, it's interesting. What do you, you don't believe her? Is that why you asked? No, it's not that I don't believe her. I can definitely see her tiny ass talking about, you know, hey, you want this and you want that. You know what I'm saying? I can see it happening. But, like, I'm just trying to figure out why she's trying to, you know, throw, like, some type of shadow on the fact that they had, like, a romantic relationship. Like, I I believe they had sex. I believe they had some type of romance. I, like, and she's not talking about that, and that's weird to me. Like, my thing is, like, is she not talking about it because she lied? The people telling them, like, oh, no, like, me and Tupac, like, we never slept together. Like, we was just cool as a bitch. Like, we was just homies. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't believe that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like the way he, they held each other, kissed each other. Why would somebody lie all these years? Like, do you think she's trying to protect her husband and it probably makes her husband uncomfortable? I just Her husband, she, Will Smith, anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it may make plenty of people uncomfortable because when you're young and you've told a lie for so many years, you have to keep up with those lies. And now they put this biopic out, you know, this, and it's and it's showing a whole different light as to what people are looking and seeing. You know those two, the type of relationship they have, and she's like defending it so like just just so much. And it's like, why are you even doing it? Like I just feel like she don't even have to defend it. And then like for her to sit up there and to try and take the romance off of or whatever happened between that relationship to come straight out and just be like, yeah, I was a drug dealer actually. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been on the scene. You've been out here for many years now. But for you to sit up there and just be like, oh, no, I was a drug dealer. And this and that. Like, I don't know. That, that It just all sounds real strange to me. I don't know. But that's just my opinion on this topic. Yeah. I agree. You know, like, I, I, I'm trying to take the romance. Or like, okay, so did y'all fuck or not? That's what everybody want to know. Like, that's what I was. Did y'all fuck or not? They kids, but it's never been more than that and she never looked at him in that way and I 
I feel like the feeling was mutual. You know, part of me kind of feels, even though she's married to a man, I feel like at one point in her life she was strictly clitly. You know, I just, she just gives me lesbian, and I, I don't know why. But I just have always looked at her as a lesbian, even though she is married and she has children. So obviously she must be bisexual. But maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were homeboys of anything, you know. And just like a nigga, he might have. That's tried interesting her. that you said that. Never interested. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I never got Jada Pinkett was so beautiful. Um, she's still beautiful now, uh, but she's just yeah. so just. Oh my goodness, just a. a beautiful woman back in the day, you know, she's younger, just gorgeous, you know, um, I never got, you know, gay woman from her, but I do get it now, I, I definitely, I feel like she's more, like, I feel like she, you know, she'll do some gay shit right now, you know what I'm saying, like, but I didn't feel like that's how she was back in the day, I felt like she was just this, you know, straight woman, really pretty, just, I mean, I don't know, though, I mean, it's different, though, you can't really tell, because back in the 90s, everything was different when she came out, like Low Down Dirty Shame, she's in those type of movies and stuff like that. She always dressed in like baggy clothes. You really rarely seen her in something sexy and stuff like that. But once again, you just never know with these actresses. So I mean everybody got a little bit gay. Everybody got a little bit of gay in them, so it's just like whatever. Who cares? I just want her to be honest about her and Tupac's relationship. That's it. I don't know what more you want for her. She if she said she ain't sleep with the man, she ain't slept with him, I believe him. I just feel like because someone is Tupac, like, if you had a relationship with him. I Why are they kissing and holding each other? Why is she talking about some, oh, when you hold a person down and it's not about, we held each other down. Like, what do you mean? Why would you hold a nigga down who, like, you know what I'm saying, you weren't in a relationship with? That makes no sense to me. What do you mean y'all held each other down? And, like, like I don't know, it's just it's real ridiculous. Like it sounds, it sounds a little strange to me. It sounds a little covered up, you know, covered up. So. <laughs> well, next topic: uh, nearly a hundred concert girl goers were taken to the hospital for severe intoxication due to alcohol consumption following a Chance the Rapper uh, headline in Connecticut on Friday, and this was July twenty-first. Um, Chance was performing at Hot 93.7's Hot Jam concert at Xfinity Theater in Hartford, Connecticut, when some of the people in the crowd of 21,000 got a little too lit. Apparently, many of the people who were taking the lituation to the max were underage. Several people were arrested, and Hartford police made 50 underage drinking referrals, uh, reports Daily Mail. A deputy chief, Brian Foley, an officer on the scene, reported on the violations from his Twitter page warning parents about the illegal activity. Parents, did you drop the teen off at the concert tonight? This is what it looks like. And Harper Police Department is enforcing underage drinking in the lot. He captioned a video of the crowd. Luckily, there were no deaths reported, however. That's it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's just, no, because I, I was just thinking... And I'm like, okay, people, it really bothers, this is what bothers me about this whole entire article. People know how much of a positive in, a positive person Chance the Rapper is. You know, they see all the positive things that he's doing, and they want to make it seem like Chance the Rapper is at fault because of these 
parents, these dumbass parents, they dropped their teenagers off to this concert knowing that there would be alcohol and drugs there. Like, don't sit up there and be like, oh, uh, you know, almost 100 people went to, you know, was hospitalized at the man in a chance concert. Like, no, bitch, it wasn't just chance. It was other people that was out there performing. Why you ain't put another headline in? Like, that bothers me. Chance the Rapper is a really, really, really good person. The same motherfucker that's trying to sit up there and save SoundCloud and a whole bunch of other motherfuckers. So don't sit up there and try and pretend like he's, like, this horrible person because he went to a show and y'all dropped your kids off. Like, what kind of parents are y'all? That's what they should have been saying. What kind of parents are these that drop these teenagers off at a Chance the Rapper concert knowing that there would be alcohol at this concert? You know, like, that's crazy as hell to me. And then what did they say? Most of the kids that was dropped off were teenagers between, what, 15 and 18 years old or some shit like that? Like, y'all dumb. You knew what the deal was. You mm-hmm. knew that. They were, and then why the hell? And what also they should have said is they should have said something similar to, uh, they should have changed the fucking headline, first of all. They should have said something like, um, bartenders being charged for not charging or for not checking uh, teenagers' IDs at a Chance the Rapper concert or something like that because these are the people who should be in trouble. These are the people who should be on the headlines, not Chance the Rapper because he didn't do anything but his job. Like, he wasn't sitting up there telling these kids to sit up there and drink alcohol and go fucking to the hospital because they overdrink. That makes no sense. I don't like this article because of how they try to make it seem like, and it is ridiculous to me. If I was Chance, I'd be like, you know what? Y'all want to try and play games with me? Fuck a SoundCloud, okay? Fuck a drink, fuck out that. Y'all figure it out yourself. You want to try and play me? Because I'm petty. But he's 24. He's younger than me. So he should be pettier, but he's not. He probably going to continue to do what he has to do and make it big. But I'm just like, I don't like that. Don't try and do Chance, okay? Because he's still rooting and trying to help all of you motherfuckers out. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's my man. <laughs> How would you feel about I, I agree. I agree with you somewhat. I definitely don't feel like he is encouraging drug or alcohol usage in any way. But I would say it's not the parents' fault either. Um, I remember my mother, you know, dropping me off or, you know, my, you know, relatives, aunts or whatever, dropping me off at concerts or, mm-hmm. you know, at the movies or anything like that. It's more so on the kids. That's what you want to do. That's your MO. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's kind of normal at 15, 16 to go to a concert, you know, but that just wasn't what I was on. I wanted to see who I came to see. I wasn't trying to be like, you know, let's get drunk. Let's do this. These kids are just really grown now, you know, and they're just a lot more advanced as far as when it comes to, you know, sexuality and, you know, and partying and all that other stuff. But I definitely was not trying to move like that as a kid. And, you know, and I don't think it's a parent's fault either for wanting to let them have a good time. But that's just more so something that you have to instill in them, you know, to – be a leader, you know, if you see other people doing whatever, drinking and smoking, that is not me. You have to do that as well. And be honest. If, you know, that's what you're trying to do, let me know so you won't be going, you know. <laughs> but then we can also have a talk about, you know, this other stuff and why you want to wait to do that. But I don't know. I don't think, you know, you should be putting on the parents. And at the same time, it's not you know, a chance to rap as far as well. You know, these kids, they just got to wake the fuck up and stop bullshitting. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is very true. 
Um, so I want to talk to you guys, and I'm not sure if this is a new article. I just want to kind of elaborate with my, you know, my partner, Jeanne, right now. So, Jeanne, what we're going to discuss right here is pretty much about a man who um, was in Chicago and how he called, how he um, pretty much was arrested for slapping a judge in the face and calling her Rosa Parks and spitting on her. Is that the topic that we're discussing right now? Um, I just, I don't know, because, you know, I kind of randomly saw I didn't read it through the article. I mean, I can look it up really quick. But okay. if it's not well, just a reason, we definitely can move on and not talk about okay. it. Okay, well, I mean, it did happen, you know, it was, but it was last year when this happened. Um, I'm thinking that why they may have, why this article still may be, you know, going around is probably because he was possibly recently charged. But um, overall, you know, this is not anything new. And for those who's like, wait, what the hell happened? What, if you missed it, pretty much a white man in Chicago, he slapped a respected 79-year-old black judge. Um, He didn't realize she was a judge. She went out for a cigarette break. Um, he called her like Rosa Parks, and he well he said move Rosa Parks, and then you know once she called out for help, her name is um, Arnton Arnett um, Herbert, and she, like I said she's 79, respected judge. Um, once she called out for help, he turned around and he slapped her in her face. And overall, he was um he was held. His name is David. He was 55. He was held um, on a ninety thousand dollar bond, but he was and he did end up getting charged. Um, for a hate crime, he four counts actually. Um, he was being charged for a hate crime, um, and just it was just a really really bad situation, um, especially for the judge who had just come out and you know just took a cigarette break. I'm sure after dealing with a whole bunch of crazy ass people all day long. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what this was. Um, he just was an idiot, and he definitely should have went to jail, and he is still in jail. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, that was pretty much what we wanted to. This topic is still going around. Um, it's bad. But, like, what would you do, Jen, if you had, you know, been somebody respected in the community and just out of nowhere, or even not even respected in the community, the person who you, I'm not even saying it's like you're not respected in the community, but, like, the person who you are now, you just out there, you just taking a break, you know, you walking around the neighborhood, and somebody just, you know, move, you know, and call you a racist club and spits in your face, never mind, y'all. I already know what Jim's going to do, but I'll let him tell y'all what he's going to do. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know because I'm, like, at a point in my life where if I could, I would. But it's just, like, I, I know at the same time my temper is real, so I would hope I wouldn't try to fight nobody or beat nobody else, but I feel like more than likely that's what I would do. But the mature part of me would say, you know, I would, you know, definitely – get the information somehow and hit them with a lawsuit and, you know, and try to yep. ruin their lives monetarily. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's what the fuck he gets, though. And people are going to learn to stop judging a book by its motherfucking cover. Like, you do not know people's background, where they come from, just by their race. Like, give it some time. Yeah. You can, I mean, not, I'm not saying you can't get to know somebody quickly and, you know what I'm saying, having a conversation, then you can realize, you know, they ain't shit. But definitely just looking at the motherfucker and see how time smoking a cigarette, you want them to it. And she's not like the courthouse when it happened, too. Yeah, this is like you just see a black woman, so you just assume like she's probably there fighting child support or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck, paying a parking ticket, and you, you didn't even know. Like, this is the fucking right. judge. It's the same <laughs> thing as 
And I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but it was a couple weeks ago. It was a, a black woman. She was a Florida state attorney, the only black uh, woman Florida state attorney. She got pulled over by um, a police officer. I don't know. Did we talk? I don't think we talked about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was a um, a black Florida state attorney. She had got pulled over by a police officer. They had no reason to pull her over, and um, so she had asked her. She was like, "Why did you pull me over?" you know, kind of annoyed, and he was just, like, you know, standing precaution, and um, he was like, and who do you, I guess she gave him her information, and um, he was like, so who do you work for? And she was like, I work for the state. I'm like, motherfucker, like, what, what do you think this is? So when she, when he realized that she was, like, a big wig, he got nervous, and um, and then he was like, I can't really um, see your tits. You know, or, or I could he said, wait, he said what? Legal. He was basically saying, like, he made up some reason to pull her off, but he basically just pulled her over because she's black. And uh, and he was like, you know, we was just running your – and he was like, what did he say? He said your tent – he was not sure if it was an illegal tent or whatever because you know how people get pulled over if their tent is too dark. And then also uh, he said um, something about, you know, that's routine, them running people's plates or whatever, because she asked about if they run her plates or whatever. And she was just like, uh, let me get your car, you know. And he started freaking out. He was like, I don't have my card on me, but I can uh, write my name down for you. And she took it. But I'm sure that motherfucker has lost his job or he's gotten strongly reprimanded. She said, let me but, get your car. <laughs> yeah, she looked at him. She was just like, let me get your car. You know, <laughs> but uh, the camera footage ended up getting leaked online. But it's just, it's just funny because it's just People want to be so ignorant, and mm-hmm. and, it's, and we talked about last week on the show with you know black people, you know coming from a certain place and them not knowing, seeing a bigger picture, or idolizing white mm-hmm. people. I feel like a lot of times white people when they come from you know a certain background as far as like you know trailers or you know poor lower class, they kind of do all black people the same thing, and they don't look at black people as like they get an education, <laughs> you know. But I, it is. Black women, black men who are doing very well, you mm-hmm. know, and, and doing more and are more successful than you ever will be. So stop, stop it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I hope that through the book is as and he is up underneath the jail and is never getting out. I'm sure he is because all of these yeah, he had. and the government, they, they are very connected. So I'm sure she didn't make calls to everybody to make sure that mm-hmm. motherfucker get his ass beat up in the jail behind the scenes and he ain't getting out no time soon. Yeah, he was arrested um, by the sheriff deputies and he was charged, like I said, with a hate crime and four counts of aggravated battery. So, a wrap. <laughs> and he was held, like I said, on bail of $90,000 on. We all know his ass ain't had $90,000, so. Hell no, walking outside slapping motherfuckers upside their head. Hell no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was that topic, y'all. <laughs> the deputy chief of the Detroit Police Department will be moving on and up to become the first black woman to become chief of police in the Dallas Police Department. Uh, Ulysha Renee Hall will begin her new position September 5th of the Detroit News Report. Paul has served as a member of the Detroit Police Department since 1999 and as Deputy Chief of the city's Neighborhood Policing Bureau for the last three years. Um, I am honored to be chosen to lead the Dallas Police Department at this critical time in its history, Paul said in a written statement. I look forward to building on the successes of the past, preserving community trust, and ensuring the safety of our offices and the entire Dallas community. 
Uh, the statement also detailed that more than 55 community and business leaders participated in panel interviews of the top seven candidates for the position. Uh, they chose Hall because of her background and passion. Uh, Chief Hall is a proven leader with a stellar background and a passion for public service. Uh, Dallas City Manager T.C. Broadnack said in a written statement, um, these are qualities. I believe, are critical as we foundational and policy within the department. Um, Dallas District Attorney Faith Johnson also released a statement to CBS. Um, I want to welcome our new chief of police, Ulisha Renee Hall, to Dallas. She has an impressive resume, and it's exciting that she will serve as the first female chief at the Dallas Police Department. I am proud that she is joining me and Dallas County Sheriff Lupe Valdez on the growing list of females in top law enforcement positions in Dallas County. There is much work to be done building bridges between law enforcement and our communities, and I am looking forward to all of us working together to ensure success. That's really good. I just, uh, damn, it took 18 years for her to get into that position. That is so long. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that's amazing overall. You know what I'm saying? And she should definitely be proud of herself. And it, it does sometimes take a little bit longer. But I feel like sometimes when you really want something, you need to just go after it immediately. Now, I'm not going to say, like, she didn't go after the position immediately. Maybe the position had already been filled. Maybe it had been filled for all this time and somebody passed away or retired or whatever the case is. But um, that is so long. Like, I definitely, I, I'm sure she's, you know, elevated and she has escalated in different ways, you know, different positions. She's gotten different, you know, titles uh, as far as work history and all of that stuff. And that's amazing and it's a beautiful thing. And I'm really overall happy for her. But I cannot personally see myself being in a position especially in the same spot for like 18 years without trying to make a move toward um, greatness and make more money, you know what I'm saying? But overall, Renee Hall, I am so happy for you. Do what you got to do, girl. Get that shit popping and never forget where you came from. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I think this is a great move, um, and I think this is something that the Americans we should be on. Um I do believe there should be more African-Americans in policing roles and also in our governments to make changes specifically for us. I think a lot of times when we get the short end of the stick is because, you know, we don't have our face, you know, and people that have yeah, the best true. for us, you know, call the shots. But little with, you know, moves like this, not saying they're little, you know, but with, you know, um, our people making great strides such as this, I think now, if you have the answer to a black woman, you know, about anything, you're going to, why would hope that you would make better judgments as far as when it comes to, um, you know, how you handle certain situations. Yeah. I hope this does make, you know, changes, uh, and it would release some of the tension as far as race relations in Dallas, because I want to say that's where the guys had all those police officers, correct? Wasn't that a year ago in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about. So, you know, hopefully this will this move things over as far as with the community and the people from the area and how they handle police, knowing that, you know, the big man on campus is actually 
you know, Yulisha, which is a very black name. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure she's overqualified. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to work twice as hard. So, you know, good for her, and I'm proud as well. Yeah, me too. That is awesome, awesome. Um, so it is very clear, everybody in California, that it is illegal to knowingly and recklessly transmit the STD. Usher did just that. Now, you guys know last week we discussed that Usher paid out $1.1 million to settle a lawsuit with the stylist who claimed that he infected her with the herpes virus. Well, now a lawyer says that more women have approached her over the herpes exposure. As the world awaits for Usher to respond, we are waiting for him. Um, everybody's talking about that it appears more women are gearing to lawyer up. And it now looks as if he may have more mayhem to come. So um, the other day, another woman filed a $10 million lawsuit alleging that um, Usher he exposed her to the virus by having unprotected sex with her this year. So within his last seven months. And, and uh, I think a day or two ago, um, the lawyers suggested that there may be, that she may be representing more women with similar claims. Venting on this matter, Lisa Bloom um, of the Bloom Farm, who represented Black China, she wrote, how much unprotected sex did Usher have after his herpes diagnosis? Um, women are reaching out to me. How dare he endanger women's health? She also wrote um, that it is a violation of criminal law and many states have unprotected sex without disclosure of your STD as it should be. This is disgusting. It definitely should be. And what in the fuck did Usher think that he was doing? And every time I listen to his music and he's talking about sex, I get so mad. Like, nigga. Yeah. You knew goddamn yeah. motherfucking well. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Because there's obviously a lot of press people about this situation. People mad and shit. Oh, why are people worried about him? We're not worried about him. We're worried because he's sitting up here and he knew that he had this herpes virus. And he did not disclose information to the people that he had sex with. And he continues to have sex with other women unprotected. That is what I'm worried about. That is why we're so upset. And that is why the word is being spread and disgusting. talked about. People want to be so mad. Well, this is his life. No, he's he's endangering other people. He's affecting right, other exactly. individuals. And it's upsetting. I mean, I even posted, if you guys seen um, our prior, uh, you know, episodes, whatever like that, when you was talking about or listening to the prior episodes, I posted a video, yep, and it's just like, he's talking about, I'm hoping that you're leaving with me tonight, nigga. What? Leaving with you tonight? You and R. Kelly dated the same girl. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand this is music, but this shit is starting to piss me off. <laughs> you knew about this shit back in 2011, 2012. It's been almost eight years, eight, nine years. Like, that's crazy. You know, seven, eight, nine years, whatever. That is insane. And I, I feel like, can he just come out, talk to people, let people know, yes, you know, I do have the virus. Um, and, and try to promote it positive, in, in a positive light. Not, yes, let's get herpes, but yes, I have it. Please use safe sex. It's been a hell of a, you know, roller coaster. This, like, it would have been perceived as better. If we would have seen this now, you know, it would have been over. Nobody would have gave a fuck. Nobody would have even probably thought about him as that. But he was so worried about his image and making music and all of that shit. Now he may lose even more respect and all of that from people who are, 
you know, looking to make music with him or who were looking to, you know, represent him or whatever the case may be because of what he chose to do. He is really going to go to hell and pay for this shit. Like, it's really about to be a complete downhill battle from here based off of what he did. And it all had to, in the start of this, had to do with infidelity. Nigga, you shouldn't have cheated on your wife. Um, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, but I do think it is a money game. Um, if you are like how Usher is, you know, he is viewed as a, a R&B sex symbol, you know, and right now, like you said, I, you do look at him differently. Like with myself, I look at him in a different light. I've never been attracted to Usher in that way, but it's just knowing the fact that you'd be talking about having sex and, nigga, you have like a pimple penis is disgusting. You know, and I feel like a lot of women, I actually talked to one of my colleagues today. She was just, and she brought up, she was like, I just can't believe Usher has herpes. I used to have the biggest crush on him. Knowing that you more than likely would never even have sex with this man, but it's the fact that mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel like you may have a chance, and knowing that, you know, he was slanging that thing around with all that attached to it, it's crazy. I am just disappointed in him. I know you don't want people in your people in your business, but you could have kept that temple penis all to yourself. I'm not mm-hmm. sure you're going to have lawsuits coming out the woodworks. One woman 10 years ago made a million dollars off of him, you yeah. know, from him having unprotected sex. And I feel like that was not the first and last one. And it kind of sucks that it's like, damn, he's cheating on his new wife. And Lisa Bloomberg, she's just trying to get hard going. Like, I'm just like, this woman is everywhere. Since get that money, I ain't mad. But that's just disgusting. He's, he's disgusting. Yeah. I agree. My thing also about this is, like, like I said, once again, he should have said something to somebody. But also for people to be sitting up there getting upset about it, it's like, why are y'all so mad? That we're upset that he's affecting people, and yeah, you're right. It is a money game because I was I was talking to my husband. I was like, so all the bitches who got herpes, who got herpes around that time, they need to be sitting up there like, Usher gave me herpes too. We slept together at the hotel here in Maryland. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure bitches are about to be doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? They about to be providing paperwork and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it is really it's really sad. Sad business for him. I hope he know all the women that he slept with. But like you said, you know, with him sleeping with all of them different women, like how can you even keep track? You know what I'm saying? How many women have you infected? Like it's just a sad situation. I feel sorry for all the women who who are going through this. But once again, when fucking with these stars, they are just like every other normal human being. Be protected. Use protection. It's not worth it. It really isn't. And you shouldn't be a hoe, okay? Sleep with one person and keep it moving. Stop going to all this. Stop thinking that you're about to get ready and do something big and be something famous and balling and hauling, shot calling and shit. And and do what you need to do. Makes no sense anyway. Um, that was our last topic of the evening, and we're going to go ahead and get into those um questions. Our 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 competition question of the day. So what are <laughs> The pros and the cons of going through your whole phase. Jean Othello. Um, well, I don't really know because I've never been a hoe. Not this one. <laughs> I'm lying. Don't lie, nigga. I'm sure you've been a hoe. <laughs> well, I think, okay, I'm, so I would say the cons is just like the whole numbers game, you know. Yeah. Having a random amount of sexual partner, Body especially, count. you know, like, there's some people in my life, like, 
I'm sure that I messed with. And if I see him walk down the street, I probably need to get recognized now. It's also the list of, like, STDs, you know, and heterosexual relationships, pregnancy, and just having a negative reputation. You know, no one wants to get, you know, want, wants to be looked at as a thigh, especially when you're in a serious relationship and people are laughing and pointing the finger, and, you know, and you just feeling bad for your partner because you do have this past, even if you have moved on, you know. Yeah. It's just now overall not really a good look. I'm going through a phase. Positively, I think, or a positive thing about going through a whole phase, I feel like you kind of learn how to move, you know what I'm saying? You learn a bit of a sex game, even though I feel like it's a lot of times for people who haven't had the same consistent partner, you know, you don't really have someone that's telling you, you know, what's good and what's bad. So you probably could have slept with 100 people and still be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that you don't become too obsessive because a lot of times if you have dealt with one person or not have dealt with that, you know, few amount of people, you probably fall in love with everybody you have sex with or everybody that you're dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you have, like, a whole phase or, you know, a past, I've had a lot of sex with partners, partners, when you do finally meet the right one, I think that you would, um, you're going to be more satisfied when you settle down because you are going to appreciate the person and that you have um, have something good or, 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 you know, are you getting to know someone good? And um, a lot of times I feel like to, to be a hoe, it's like you went through, you're a hoe because you were going through all the bad apples. So when you, you kind of have found, found someone good, you know, you appreciate them. You don't have that you know, grass is greener, you're not going to stray, or you shouldn't at least because you appreciate what you have. Um, and, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. What do you think? What's your pros and cons? Um, well, everything is much different from a man than it is for a woman. So, first of all, I would just like to compare really quickly the two. Um, when you are a man and you're going through your whole phase, you don't really get as much shit as a woman would get. Like, you're not going to be getting, yeah, you may be called a hoe, but you're not like, like, you know, this. that's not like something big. It's like, okay, okay, so what, bitch, I'm a hoe. You know what I'm well, saying? I, mean, well, man, I guess because I'm gay, not to cut you off, but I, I kind of look at that as a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. I just. I, like, I'm not attracted to someone. I, I find that very unattractive if I know everybody had you, you know, or people are calling you a hoe and they're, like, serious. Like, yeah, you are, like, to me, that's very unattractive. <laughs> but I know I talk about women, yeah. Like, I've heard women say that a lot. Like, you know, but a guy got a lot of bodies, it kind of makes him more attractive. But to me, I think that's kind of weird, you know. But <laughs> go, go ahead, though. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't. That shit would be weak for me if, you know, motherfuckers be like, yeah, you know, you a hoe. Like, bitch, where? Like, don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that would piss me off, even though, you know, I know it's not true. Once again, like you say, the body count, you know, adding another person and another person and just sleeping with all these people, it's just not, you know, it's just not good. And later on in life, sometimes you think about people that you slept with, you be like, why did I even do that? You know what I'm saying? Being young, not realizing, you know what I'm saying, how how important, you know, you your body is and how it's really a temple, like your parents always told you. You know, you don't realize the type of shit until you do get older. Um, Another thing, um, pros and cons as far as uh, going through your whole phase, you do get more experience, you know, you, you can get your sexual favors out with that 
with those people or whatever like that or with, you know, whoever. And, you know what I'm saying? You don't feel like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not doing something right. But also like you also, I mean, I feel like you hit all the key points. You also don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, when you are with that one person or those couple people that you've been with, you're not all so in love, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how to let go. You know how to allow them to do what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? You're not, I mean, yeah, your feelings may be hurt if you're in love and y'all break up, but you are able to move on. You're not about to get ready and murder this motherfucker because, you know, they did or they doing what they doing. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Right. Uh, um, what else? I'm trying to figure out. I don't really know. Um, yeah, STDs and stuff, that shit is real. So if you out here and you hoeing it up and you're not using protection and you bring somebody back to STD, that's really bad, especially when you plan on being with them, that person. You bring you bring the STD back to the person you plan on being with. What the fuck yeah. kind of shit is that? Um, <laughs> well, other than that, I don't really know. I don't really know with anything else. I feel like you really did hit all the key points of going through your whole stage. So we're going to go ahead and answer questions, you guys. What are the pros and the cons of going through your whole phase? Hello, what are the pros and cons? How you doing? How you doing? Hello. Four one four four one four three five. Yeah, five, yeah, you're five, on. Nine. Hello. Hey. Yeah, you're on. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, I would say I wouldn't want to call it like a whole phase. I would probably call it like the mingle, like the mingle phase because, you know, there's a difference from being single and kind of being off on your own and not really trying to jump into shit, but then there's that mingle phase and that single phase where, like, you're done with just being off on your own, you're ready to, like, have fun, have sex, like, you know, like, you know, like that mingle era. You're talking to different people, you're getting to know different people, and then, like, you know, you finally settle down with that one person that you feel is right for you. But I definitely feel like some pros for that because you know a lot of people don't like to be alone and they're afraid of being single so they will trap themselves in a bad relationship or just a relationship that they know is toxic and they'll trap themselves within it because they're afraid of being single so like I would definitely say there's pros to it you know like if you just got out of a relationship with somebody who's always in your business don't like your friends judgmental of your family always you know judging you and, you know, just like that small negativity that doesn't really seem to be too hurtful, so the person may not even know they're doing it. But over time, you know, that shit sticks to you. So if you mm-hmm. are, like, getting, like, that mental abuse in a relationship and over time you feel like, damn, I don't really like this shit, I understand that, you know, you could be afraid to be single. But that will be a time for you to be single reestablish yourself, know what you want, and actually go out and look for it versus being trapped in that relationship for so long, and that's been going on for so long, that won't change. You know, but then there's also some things where, like, a lot of people, when they're single and they're mingling, you know, they're not 100% real with a person with what they want. So, like, you know, you could be like, I just want to party and woo, 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 but you telling, oh, Becky, that you feeling her and because you want the booty or something, you know, like, you can't do that. You know, you can't be telling, you can't build, you can't, like, build this fake love bridge with somebody and then after you get that shit, you just let that shit crash. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, women and men the same. You just cannot do that to another person. You know, yeah, if you're right. going to be mingling, you have to be adult about it. You know, you got to understand that 
hey, this other person that you may just be sleeping with, whether it was a make love moment, a sex moment, or just a downright fucking moment, whatever mm-hmm. it is, understand that that person does have feelings, and you can't be setting people up to get hurt, especially if you yeah. are mingling as well and you don't want to get hurt. The whole point <laughs> about mingling is to have fun. So be real about it. Let that person all like, look, I just want the clip. And then that's it. You know, like, let that shit be real. Like, say that. Yeah. And then, so she won't have to have any connections. And then that'll be her option to make the choice rather to sleep with you or not. Same thing with a man. If you like, well, we can kick it, but really you're not feeling him, don't say that shit. Let them know, like, you know, like, let's, let's, you know, like, let's get together. Let's do this or that. Like, you know, you know how to shape it without hurting somebody's feelings or being offensive. So, you know, say it, but just make sure you say it, pretty much. You know, nobody yeah. likes to be misled or led on, and that shit is not cool. That's how people got single life all fucked up. You don't got to meet, you don't got to mislead nobody. Just be single and do you, but don't hurt nobody in the process. You can't be single and not have fun, so you got to make sure you balance out the two. But most of, most importantly, be an adult about it. You know, rather you a teenager or not, you can still be very mature about the situation. Let the person know what it is and what it isn't and not hurt somebody's feelings. So, you know, they can sleep better at night, you can sleep better at night, and y'all both got what you wanted. It's that simple. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> and thank you so much for calling in this evening. And and I totally agree with what our last caller, she stated, because you do need to keep it honest and keep it real. And that's part of another thing that's going through your whole stage, I feel like. But also something, Jen, that you stated, when you go through your whole stage, you know what I'm saying, you need to also let people know. Um, I mean, that's not let people know, but it really do suck when you have all these body counts on you and then every time you turn around, it's somebody like, oh, I fucked him or I fucked her. Like, that shit is horrible. So, mm-hmm. uh, positives and negatives are going through your whole stage. Don't. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't say not, but I, I would um, I say like be a hope, I definitely would say enjoy being single and experience. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like do do what People you don't want understand to how do. much how how good single life is when you're protecting oh, yourself like, and doing what you need to do. It really is nice. Exactly. So, I've been single be in a very long time. Appreciate oh. because I you you will see. Like you will see people that have, you know, been with their high school sweethearts and you know what I'm saying, and they go on they to, you know, married, and they don't, like, appreciate that person mm-hmm. because you need to go through a bunch of motherfuckers to, to, and, and see that the majority of the world is not shit, you know, and you yep. are more than likely in the best relationship that you're going to be in your life, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, and, and I agree with what the last call I was saying, definitely, with, with all that, you know, as far as, you know, well, you're home and be honest about your home. If you don't, if you're not trying to get serious with this person, and, and I feel like a lot of times, all you have to do is tell them what you're looking for when you get to know somebody, and they'll agree. If you want to say, "Yeah, I'm just trying to have fun," you know, I'm not really looking for anything serious, you know, they may not stick around to, for when they find the actual person they're trying to be with. But yeah. a lot of times, people are not gonna mind. You know, if I was single and you know, or back in the day when I was single, somebody told me, you know, I was talking to a guy, he was like, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, chill, that's, you know, I'm, you know, I got shit to do, you know, I work full-time, in school full-time, you know, I ain't really ready for a relationship. I don't think it, it would have pissed me off. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what's up, thanks for being honest, you know? Mm-hmm, same here. 
Same here. Like, oh, shit, nigga, that's all I'm trying to do, too. Fuck out my house. No. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, anyways, before we end the show tonight, Jen, is there anything that you'd like to confess to our uh, You know, listeners? I don't have, I just, I need to, like, sit back and relax and think about confessions. But, like, <laughs> as far as, like, my way in, you know, uh, 259, 41 pounds down. To what? Um, I'm 259, yeah. So I'm, you better I'm stop running. So I'm like three, yeah, I'm like three pounds from like my original um, fat, you know. And it's crazy because I can fit back into my old, like, um, I bet you look good. I, I bet you're tight as a motherfucker in a pants. I just realized that you're getting fat. Like, I, I have I won the pants today. Like, you know, it's a 38 because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, my waist has went down a couple sizes because, you know, when I first started doing this, I was a 44. But, yeah, I want, like, my, 30, my 38 pants. And this was like, damn, I'm getting fat. I can't even fit to my 34. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I got to go up so many sizes. But it's just like. I saw a relief that I can even fit into these, like my original fat pants. You know, I just appreciate that, but just oh, real. small little girls, yeah. This ain't small goldie. You done you know, lost almost 30 pounds in a month. What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah, a little over a month, yep, yeah, yeah, 31 yeah, pounds. that's insane. 30 pounds, 30 pounds, three dress yeah. sizes. That's yeah. insane. It's insane. It's only been... um. Uh, almost two weeks Monday for me. Uh, Monday would make two weeks. I'm still going strong. Uh, on what Friday or Saturday, I had a fat girl breakdown. I was just really frustrated, irritated. But I'm really, really glad to have somebody like Jeanne in my life who keeps it 100% real with me and snaps on my ass like, look what the fuck is you doing? Like, don't even go there, Angelica. Like, we ain't got time to be fat. Like, oh, you right, bitch. You right. We don't. Like, fuck that sticker bar. Fuck those. Fuck that. And I'm so happy, like, right now. Like, I, I was, like, so upset. I was, like, just irritated, frustrated with a lot of shit, spending too much money. I'm like, dude, I'm just going to go out to eat. And I had text Jim because I really needed that motivation. And he just texted me back, like, no, you know, don't do it. And I'm glad I really did not do it and I did not go there because oh my goodness I, I lost a pound so and I can imagine yeah. had I yes. did that you know I would have gained a pound so once I get back to the size that I was you know I'll let y'all know but I have been doing a lot of um just stomach exercising lately it's like a lot and a lot of sit-ups like I've been trying to get my stomach as tight as possible the pooch is completely mm-hmm. down and the best thing, even though this might be TMI, um, you guys know, like, when you're on your period, you bloat and all of that stuff, and you get real big. And sometimes, typically, I gain, you know, between five and seven pounds on my menstrual, and I have not gained any pounds. I've actually lost weight. So that was wow. really, yeah, I was excited. And um, only thing that I've been doing differently, like I said, I've been eating blueberries. I just bought a whole pack of blueberries from um from Walmart, they're all fucking gray and shit now. I only had it for one day, and they got the fur and shit all over them. So I'm taking them back because that pissed me off. Um, and and no, like all the gray came in one day. Like, bro, are you kidding me? So I'm taking them back. But other than that, I've been only eating. Um, I was eating the lean beef, like Jim was saying. But I'm now because the lean we ran out of lean beef, so I bought ground turkey again, and the ground turkey seems to be working really, really good for me. Like, so I'm just going to keep, and I'm sure the ground turkey is less calories than the beef because it's just, 
turkey, you know, so, right. so I'm going to go ahead, and I'm a woman, I don't need to eat as much food as, you know, these men eat, so I'm going to go ahead and continue to do that, and also, my husband has lost 11 pounds, uh, wow. and since last Monday, lost 11 pounds, so, yeah, he is getting it popping, he's only worked out right. literally, well, he worked out twice, he worked out twice, so he's back right. in his, he was, uh, I think, originally when he started, 290, I mean, 194 pounds. Um, and, you know, he's always, like, when I first met him, he was, like, 130, 140. And, like, so these last, like, 11 years, he's gained weight. And he got to almost 200 pounds, but he was 194. And now he is, um, I think, a little bit past 180, 182 uh, or some shit like that. So, yeah, so... That gut that he had, he's like, I can drink wine still, and, you know, thank you, babe, for helping me help the end of vegetables really are feeling, guys. As much as, you know, you might not think so or whatever like that, the vegetables really are feeling. And, like, even, and I'm just going to say a couple more things. I'm going to wrap the show up, guys. But it's a lot of things that you can look at, count with. Like, Jen has really opened my eyes to a whole new eating situation. You don't have to eat. It's not about eating to just, you know what I'm saying, because it's all tasty and shit. It's about eating to make sure you have some food in your body and keep it moving. Like, all of that mm-hmm. other shit is unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? And I've been looking at different things. Like, Jen, he was telling us about, you know, the half a cup of this, the half a cup of, you know, different type of vegetables and stuff like that. And I've been, you know, I've been looking at different cups of vegetables for other things. Like, some of the vegetables that he had been telling us to eat on and stuff like that, it was like 70 calories for a cup. So about 35 calories for a half a cup. Well, I found a mixed vegetable, little a mix, and it was 25 calories for a whole cup and, um, you know, 12.50 for half a cup. So I've been just trying to cut all my calories in half and continue to work out and stuff like that and just do different things, you know what I'm saying? But overall, I'm understanding the gist of everything and still eat my egg whites, and it's about – changing your lifestyle and not just working out and, you know, eating healthy for a little bit. So I'm super excited. And in a couple of days, it's my, my fat day, but I think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to wait until the weekend because the weekend is when I want to pig out versus the weekday. I think that'd be better for my situation. So I'm going to go a whole rest of the weekend. Then next Sunday, I'll give you all an update on my weight. And hopefully I am in my, um, in, in the weight category that I was in prior, like, a few months ago. So we're not going to talk about it, but I want you guys know. <laughs> um, once again, we just want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to the show today. Um, You guys can always, always check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and, of course, our podcast from Blog Talk. Do not forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. And you guys, just send us those confessions at confessions and number two, us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Mosby, and you are listening to the one and only Confessions. Good night, monkey. (laughs) 
Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want.